Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie. Oh, gosh. This is going off to a great start. For some reason, it's the audio is playing. It's a Big Brother podcast. <laughs> great podcast so far. <laughs> I started. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You now have it on in the back? going up in the back. I'm probably going to get sued by CBS. Let me just kill this. This is going great so far. I accidentally had our live stream going on on my other computer. So then that was coming through on my TV audio. Hold on one second. This is... Wait, but this tells me someone's awake. That's very that's exciting. David. That's David doing the, doing the. Uh, I'm gonna cut this all from the podcast. Maybe not. That's David brushing his teeth. Give me a minute here. They're waking up so early so far, which, as someone on the East Coast, I'm really loving it. Danny, why don't you talk while I turn off my television? Yes. So we're gonna talk about the premiere episode. It was two hours long on Wednesday night, which was Brett's birthday. So what a gift for him. Uh, lots to discuss in that premiere. And then I think a good amount of today's podcast is also going to be a spoiler zone. For those of you who don't have feeds, just so you know, we get into it on this podcast. If you're a new listener and this is your first time listening to Hey Julie, hello, welcome. So excited for All Stars. Not only are we, I'm back, not only are we unprofessional in terms of our knowledge oh. of Big Brother history, we're clearly unprofessional today in, in that I actually had our live stream going on my television as uh, <laughs> we were recording. And uh, hilarity ensued. Old Z10's in the chat, our, our, our number one guy. Well, actually, Old Z10, thank, thank you very much. We have to get to some really important stuff here. Before we get to our two-hour premiere, before we get to a couple of days of live feeds, we have like a listener hall of hall of fame induction Ooh, going yes. on. Yes, yes, we do. Marco Patino sent Danielle a cameo uh, from who is it again? I completely forgot. Cliff Hogg. Oh, it was from the Cliff Hogg. Sorry, because <laughs> <laughs> someone because I also got a birthday cameo from cameo. Kevin Schluber. <laughs> not from a fan, because no, my fans don't love... The fans love Danny. They don't love me. That's all right. It's cool. Uh, maybe it was meant to be for both of us. But Cliff, once again, Cliff insists that he listens to Hey Julie. <laughs> he, he's doubled down on the lie that he listens to Hey Julie. And I respect him for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he's just playing, he's just playing a good social game, right? Yeah. And you he's can, winning me over. Not that take, he needed to. You can take the man out of the game, but you can't take the game out of the man. And I love that he, both of these cameos, your, Kevin's and Cliff's, it's, you know, the older gentleman of the cast. Oh, I love yeah. that they're both standing as they deliver these cameos because they're clearly like, got to get the energy up. <laughs> got to really deliver something good. They're not like Jimmy Fallon who can, who can play bingo with Donald Trump sitting down. No. These are these are older gentlemen in a good they way. They need to be and delivered. Up. You know, they they stand, they do the monologue standing, and then they move to the desk for the jokes. Exactly. And I just <laughs> thank you so much, Marco. I was really truly so touched. What an absolutely amazing gift. I I was so happy. So thank you so much. Yeah, it was incredibly sweet. We have great fans, and if you're we listening do. to the podcast, I mean you, great listeners, right now. So. <laughs> Danielle, we I've had a morning already. I'm so embarrassed about how the first three minutes of this podcast went. Don't be. Wednesday night. <gasps> we had ourselves a premiere. A grand old time. What did you think about I it? Just, 
Um, I honestly, like looking back, I'm like, wow, a whole hour was spent on that stupid comp, <laughs> that puzzle that no one could get. Um, I think they, they wanted it to be more exciting than it was. Just watching that four times was very unnecessary. I wanted to see more interaction of that all-stars house guests. I wanted to see them talking to each other, hugging each other. I wanted to see the awkward moments, the charming moments. And instead, we just watched them try to put that ball in a hole four times. Yeah, those puzzles, like they sell, you know, versions of those puzzles for people at home, you know, with a marble or something like that and two little knobs. Those puzzles are barely entertaining by yeah. yourself. <laughs> like four times on national te- Yeah. Hey, I I want to say overall, like we're probably going to shit on things because this is what like BB podcasts oh, yes. are about is like complaining about the intricacies of a, a live national television broadcast. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was mainly excellent. I thought so oh, far yeah. this season has been incredibly uh, carried out. In, especially if you consider the, I'm sure the difficulties of of producing in these COVID these times. times. Yeah, I mean, over totally overshadowing any any in the moment feelings of like, why am I watching this comp again? Was like, oh my god, I'm watching Keisha do this comp. I'm watching. Ian and Memphis do this comp. I'm watching like Janelle and Kesar doing this comp. Like more, more so important than, than how silly the comp was, was how excited I was that, oh my God, in this cursed year of 2020, I'm actually seeing people I love playing on my favorite show. So it was more an overall feeling of hashtag bless. Oh my God. Yeah. Like this is all so good, right? We have classics we have janelle and caser we have all sorts of we have just people going back from a long time like we don't just have people from like bb19 like it, this could right. have just been like the ball show all over again and just yeah. a bunch of people who are kind of not liked from the most recent season we have a really nice array of people going back 15 odd years we have night one feeds. We have week one feeds. It's so crazy watching the feeds in the last couple of days. Like I, I was watching it yesterday and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like getting upset at people playing too hard, which I'll discuss later when we get to the live feed sections. But like, <laughs> I'm like, this is incredible because we normally don't see this. It's like normally week, it's normally day eight or so that we get the feeds. And then yeah. it's like, oh, oh, they'll be mentioning something that a fight that happened on day three or whatever. And maybe they'll exactly. show a super edited flashback about that on the show. Oh, my, or, my audio isn't working. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Your that audio my, isn't? That was my fault. Live stream. We're having a, I'm just having a day today. I apologize. <laughs> Is it, should we pause and fix? No, it's fixed now. Okay, cool. Whatever. The live stream just um, fucked today. um yeah and i mean there's so much to discuss on the live stream there's also always like alliances that get made on the first day or people who say like oh i didn't want to work with him because he was weird on day two and we're like oh i want to see him being weird on day two and now we actually get to see it all and let's just say listen we all know 2020's curse we hate coronavirus we hope that they find a vaccine of course but let's look on the bright side for a second if you are lucky enough to still be employed and working from home having access to the live feeds is 
Very nice. <laughs> As I am employed, I yeah, cannot same. confirm nor deny that I've maybe had some live feeds on as a second screen experience while you I'm know, working. You know, I I do not recall. I do not recall if they were up for five five hours one yeah, day. I don't yeah. know. I, I would like to play the fifth on that one. <laughs> but it's so great. It's so great to have it back. And it's so fun to watch people who actually know each other. Like, usually that's not what we want. You know, when it's a mix of half people who are brand new and then returnees, it's a little lame. It it. It's a very uneven playing field, but it's a very even playing field for every single contestant this year, except for David. So I, I think this, I, let's just get into it. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, we can get into the premiere in a second, but just one one thing to say overall while we're praising things, uh, you know, crazy, crazy thing to do on a Big Brother podcast again. Yeah. I think this has the opportunity to be one of the best seasons of Big oh. Brother. Oh, normally yes. and increasingly in the last few years, it's been relatives of Ad, what's Adriana Grande, Ariana Grande. I'm clearly <laughs> someone's father. Ariana. <laughs> yeah, that Ari. Haley Gaga dropped a new album. It's really <laughs> lit, kids. Uh, it's increasingly Grande siblings and people who want to like sell makeup on Instagram. Like, right. let's be real. Uh, like, yeah. So we and they're all 24 or Holly, I mean, Holly Allen was once 24. I think she's like <laughs> old. She's like in now her she's, 30s now she's or whatever. The same age as us, which means she's washed. <laughs> we have a cast that is, that is for the most part, I think majority of them are married or engaged. We've yeah, got a lot kids. of people with kids. We have yep. like four people in their 40s. I think there's only three single people in the cast. Nicole, Anthony, David, and Enzo. Who's not and like Christmas. young and single? Isn't, oh, oh no, Christmas so she, has a boyfriend. Never she mind, has a boyfriend. she has a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. So like, and Enzo's not even like Enzo looking good, by the way. But he's oh, not yes. like twenty. He's not like Cody Calafriori, BB sixteen single. He's right. more like forty year old dad single. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to the TGI Fridays. I'm just going to see who's there. Yeah, like, he's like sleepless in Seattle single. He yes. needs his kids to parent trap him together with an age appropriate woman. And hasn't it been so frustrating in the last few years, whether it's, uh, you know, last season with Jackson and Beth, whether it's Tyler, Tangela, it's like, oh, gosh, I have to watch this gross ass couple who like are like aspiring Snapchat influencers, like <laughs> make out and like dominate this game. How wonderful that we don't have to deal with that this season. And it's like just older people playing the game and we'll see how that plays out maybe you know tyler's probably gonna win the damn season or whatever who cares well but. i was just gonna say i i think this season's gonna spoil us you say it's gonna be one of the best ever i agree but i think that what comes after this season has a tough mountain to climb because already and we really need to start talking about the premiere episode because yeah, yeah. i really want to start talking yeah, about sorry. feeds yeah I apologize. but um already i feel just like an abundance of of marvelous, uh, exciting things in the works. So let's start with the premiere. All right. Question in the chat. Very applicable. Kayla Ball. Yes. I am here to I am here to hear Danny's take on Julie's bow of address. Julie or Danny, can I get a verdict here? Yes. I'm so glad you asked. Um, Julie knew that we would all be on the edge of our seats to see what she could possibly wear during this this pandemic season, All Stars 2, she really had to bring it. She put up a little preview on Twitter. This dress was short, form-fitting, 
but not too revealing. It was blue with a slightly Chanel-esque pattern to it. It had a bow on one side. It was demure, ladylike, but just enough of shoulder showing to let us know Julie's still a freak in the sheets. I give this outfit a hot. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> We're starting off the season well. I don't think Danny has given Julie a hot since Obama the was in incident. office. <laughs> the moon <laughs> incident. Like, I, I just want everyone to know I'm still against Julie as a person because while she's with uh, Les, but I have to grade her outfits accordingly to how I actually feel about them. And it, it was a hot for me. So I'm a little bit confused here and because she had posted on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, like spoilers for tonight. And it was just like a little swath swatch Mm. of her dress. And it was like white with these blue things on there. But then when the TV came on and I don't know if my television is, is going bad. I don't know if my eyes are going bad. I don't know if it's a black dress the blue and black wow. dress, white and gold dress situation. I don't know if it's a Yanny or a Laurel situation. Wow. I don't know what's going on, but when it was, maybe it was just the contrast because the stage is so blue and you have these giant like video panels behind her that are also, that were the same color of her dress. I thought her dress looked like it was just gray and white. It looked like TV mm, snow. Yeah. Remember back in the day when your TV would be like all fuzzy and it would have be that snowy static? That's what it looked like to me. I was confused because <laughs> I thought I saw the dress on Instagram earlier. I, I was confused. Ne- <laughs> I'm confused at myself. I'm disappointed at myself. It's a it's a Laurel or a Laurel situation. And I give it a knot. Wow. I think that since the average age of the cast is so much higher this season, we're feeling a little too comfortable to reveal how old we are and going on tangents like that, Brad. (laughs) It's it's only going to get worse every season. Your vision. You need to fix your vision, Brett, because it was very clearly blue. My vision is perfect. No, it's not. (laughs) I have to wear glasses at work now. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) so Julie looks gorgeous. And then first shot, first contestant we see, Nicole Franzel riding that tractor. That was... That was incredible production. Like, they know what's going on. They know that the BB Hive is obsessed with Nicole, which I would want yes. to talk about. we got to run is, through this. We, we've spent so much damn time talking about other stuff. She is so polarizing to the BB community that they, yes, smart of production. And just a side note, I think that they, all the contestants filmed this stuff themselves, right? Or got like their families or whoever to film for them. Yeah, so I believe they were sent either a camera kit or like a something like that, and they filmed these. And you know what? They were of the same quality as the ones where they send like a crew of four people to like Dallas <laughs> yeah, there to was shoot no like the Willet twins out of fucking like Chili's or something like that. <laughs> there was no difference. They're bad. We want to get through them as quickly as possible. We got delivered some great like work action shots business action (laughs) shots this year i think of all the seasons this season so far has had like three or four like uh yes the hotel is opening on july 15th or whatever (laughs) like i mean and including in this in this one nicole and vic planning their wedding and i forgot what they said (laughs) but it was like should we do the white linen or the blue linen on the napkins all i know is it ended up with nicole being like victor 
you have no taste. <laughs> like, so good. Um, so, yes, Nicole Franzel opens us up. BB producers say, we see you, Twitter. Then we hit up my girl, Danny. Yes. Danny Donato. And she's a mom now. Yes, she's a mom. That's what I her got from her. two-year-old daughter is her best friend. She's a mom, but that hasn't stopped her having a fucking six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, arms that are just as good as Christmas. Like, Danny's been working out, and good for her. Um, I don't know if this is just personal preference or not. I think Danny is better with the dyed black hair. Oh, I prefer the blonde. I much prefer the blonde. That's why there's chocolate and vanilla. Mm-hmm. That's why they have 31 flavors. Maybe you know, it's just because in my eyes, she'll want. always be BB8, uh, Danny, 19 years old, skinny as a rail, and bleach blonde. But I mm. like the blonde. Yeah. So then we hit up our girl, Devon. So great. When they introduced Devon, they used the <laughs> clip from the gif. They used her opening the door and being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, because my husband, who hasn't seen a Devon season before, went, Oh, she's the girl from the game. <laughs> yeah, it's good for people. Yeah, these intro packages aware. were really cleverly done. They put Nicole yeah. first to, just to freak out all the BB like Twitter people Super to be like, fans, oh, yeah. hey, of course, she's a mastermind. She's the puppet master. <laughs> she's controlling Grodner from behind the scenes. They put the gif <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, she kind of addresses that she knows she talks too much and, and th maybe third the time's that, the charm with her. I, I don't what know. What killed me about Devon is she's an, I guess she's an acting teacher now. Um, here's the thing. Devon, well, that was part of her intro package. It was like, I love the camera and I love performing. And I'm like, yeah, on reality shows, like just she of all people so embraces and delivers more than anyone else in a reality TV setting. Oh, but I love that she loves Shakespeare. I think that's great, too. We're like 36 hours in on feeds and she's got some great like bleh, like reaction yes. give faces already to stuff people are saying. <laughs> like the guy like the Axios guy looking at the Trump at the Trump graphs. <laughs> she's got some great ones already. Uh, he's got nothing. Yeah, nothing on. He's got nothing on Davon. Then we meet Miss Christmas. My girl. Christmas very artfully. And I, I'm noticing this on the feeds, too. And this is why I, I'm reminded as to why I didn't really ever like her the fir her first season before she hurt her leg. It's because she's just so she's such a millennial influencer who's just always selling something. Like, nothing about her to me reads as real or transparent. And I tell it's, you, like, the the couple days that she's been on the feeds, it's like everything she talks about is like, when I broke my foot, when I broke, like, she just doesn't shut up about the same one yeah. thing. Like, hey, you are a fitness entrepreneur. Like, your body... Like that would be like if I went deaf, like I produce, I pr like, it would be like if I went deaf or blind or something like that. And it's like, uh -huh. yeah, you can't do your, you can't do a major part of your job. I understand that. But also it's like not the only thing that happened in your life. And it's like, it's the only thing she talks about is how she broke her foot and how she's out to prove herself this year that she can compete in comps or the, this or that. And it's like. Yeah. And well, uh, she's, whoa. she's been perfectly <laughs> lovely and perfectly nice on the feeds. But to me, it's always like. Because she's so aware that she's on camera and that, you know, after this, 
she's like a taste of this new, of the new players. Where like, she's so aware that after this, I got to go back on Instagram and sell, sell, sell. And she's the one who had the email that like basically spoiled the fact that she was for sure going to be on. (laughs) And I don't think that was an accident. I think she was like, just send it out. I'm already on. They're not going to pull me last minute. It just all feels so calculated with her. And, you know, it's Big Brother. But I just, I would never trust her in the house, ever. Yeah, she's a bit weird. But also, I think she's like almost playing like a good game right now because she kind of isn't like totally aligning with she's kind of laying low. Some people are not lying low right now and she's lying low. She's just talking about the time she broke her foot. I think it's personally a little bit annoying, but also like it is annoying. She's not she's not gaming too hard. And we'll talk about who's gaming too hard later. Uh, Kayla in the chat says she would swap Raven for Nicole F. She's a flop. That <laughs> the real is, puppet master. That is that is insanity. And we're here for it. <laughs> um, so they all have to play that game we were talking about. We won't waste too much time on that game. Christmas wins, so she gets to compete in the HOH. And confirming gets- a, a Dan just confirming briefly a Danny uh Gibson theory. Yes. They're not trapped in they're all trapped with Julie. Like they're all wearing masks <laughs> and stuff. And Julie's yeah. like, hey, so everyone's been tested uh, and you're all negative and you can all take off the, the masks when you walk inside the house. And I have been tested as well. And like did not say what that is. <laughs> but it's like, but I'm not wearing a mask and I'm standing like six, like 12 feet away from you. So it's like, if they're all negative, then why are four people wearing the mask? Yeah, I mean, it Maybe was like- Julie is- COVID positive. That's my <laughs> Maybe. She also took the liberty of being not six feet away from them, but 12 feet away. She made sure to tell us. She doubled yeah. it. Yeah, she doubled. I mean, you know what? Woke Julie. She she doubles <laughs> yeah. she doubles up on the, the guidelines. So maybe, maybe, but also maybe if you're not wearing a mask, if everyone's wearing a mask, it's six feet. But if one person's not wearing a mask, it's 12 feet. Especially when it's That's Julie Chan Moonves. That's math. Um, we got a question about that, actually, about like, why didn't Julie have to wear a mask on stage? And, you know, them wearing the masks, first of all, was entirely performative, just like a lot of, um, you know, safety theater. Safety we're about theater. To see. Yeah. Yeah. Take off your shoes and belt. It was also you're go- dramatic. You're flying Delta. It was dramatic. You can take you rip that mask off once you're in the house, just like you can rip off the mask of who you are outside of the house. It was incredibly dumb. <laughs> it was incredibly <laughs> dumb. Like, uh, I mean, we didn't see it, but I'm sure there were a bunch of stagehands and producers and stuff there. Like, probably it's for interacting with those people, not the yeah, Julie thing. Yeah. But like, you're standing up there. Everyone's like five feet away from each other. Just to like, take off the mask. Like, you're standing on stage for two fucking minutes. And then we had a thing later on in the episode where they didn't know if it was Memphis or Cody talking because they all have masks on. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Ridiculous. But so then we meet. Speaking of boys, we meet our first group of boys. Tyler, who needs a haircut. Now I look. sound old, but he needs a haircut. <laughs> Get a job, boy. Damn. <laughs> I just like he and he and. Angela have a jewelry company. They're being hot in Hilton Head together. Like, that's great. I just don't understand, like, the fervent, like, the people who defended this, these two people above (laughs) all. Like, you like them? Cool. But, like, I don't know. I just don't feel that strongly about anything, let alone, like, these fucking white bread people. Whatever. Gross. Yeah. Goodbye. I totally agree. So then, so he's there and you all know, I hope he's first voted off. It won't happen, but it's what no. I wish. Then we meet Terry, Ian Terry, sorry. Ian. Yes. Is, Ian has a little salt and pepper. He's older. 
Perhaps why? I think he's like 29, though. <laughs> he's just stressed out. So he's pre- prematurely gray, which Same. I love in a man. Um, we we both were texting throughout this episode. And we, of course, texted each other about EO's intro, Ian's intro package. Yes. Because and- it can... <laughs> It contained not only him brutally beating his girlfriend at whatever the hell, backgammon. bridge, backgammon, backgammon. <laughs> and uttering the line, I, <laughs> I, I see we're going to look at the data. Oh, say the exact line. I was looking at the data and it has a very high R squared value. That's just <laughs> him doing his job. I love it. He got, he got his girlfriend to set up the camera of him looking at the computer. The computer was probably not even on. No. <laughs> and giving that line to who? No one. No one was on the other end of that phone. But so glad we got it. One I know the book. package is about Ian, right? It's not about like getting to know his girlfriend or whatever. Right. But like she could have had one line. Like it was just weird that everything was him just like dominating her and talking over her. I just yeah. felt bad. And then it's just like, <laughs> I win again at backgammon, 993 <laughs> to one. And she just smiles and nods. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, just, I felt bad. I did too. Then we have Kevin. Kevin, very lovable, looks great. Looks oh, great. fantastic. Living in San Diego. He's got, he's got the husband. I'm mm-hmm. all for him. It just what a fantastic energy. I do yes. want to call out Miss Anita Vito. Um, mm-hmm. I understand it's like a fun drag character that he does, but it oh, had okay. just a little bit of like in early It's Always Sunny. D does this like really, really like over the top racist, like like <laughs> Latina character when she's like trying to become YouTube famous. And it just reminded me of that. I was like, ooh, this just felt a, just a little bit like, I don't know. It just felt like little, not 2020 friendly. No, it just felt like overly, you know, just making a caricature out of like right. a race of people. I just was like, mm, mm, this just didn't yes, feel, just didn't, real, just didn't feel, just didn't feel great for me. Sure. I hope it sure. doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I just, Whatever. I honestly don't even remember that part. I was too much like in awe, just shock and awe that I was seeing all these people who like, you know, some I remembered more than others, which brings me to Enzo. Meow, meow. Looking good. Meow, meow. He is. He looks the exact. It's funny because he seemed older at the time. Well, he's and now he looks the bald same. When he, it's funny because he was on like 10 years ago and he was kind right. of balding. So he looked like 10 years older than he like he kind of he looked 10 years older than he probably was back then. And now he looks his age, so the same age. Yeah. You know? Totally. He's thinned um, out a little bit. He's got divorced. He's got the big ZD. It's just like an episode <laughs> of Sopranos out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we have Janelle. Oh, so they play the game. Ian and Kevin win. Yes. So they can play for HOH. Then we have then we meet another group of gals. We get our queen, Janelle. Janelle I have a looks- successful real estate business <laughs> she sure does listen everything about janelle screams rich <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like american rich oh yeah she's just like got the manny she's got the house she's got the kids she's got a live-in nanny i'm pretty sure she is all designer all the time those highlights they ain't cheap people she may, you know what, like she probably lived in L.A. for a while or something like that in her 20s and early 30s. Now, and like maybe she just wasn't like the biggest fish in L.A. Who could be the biggest fish oh, in L.A. Be? when I yes. live in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. 
but why not be the fucking whale shark of Minnesota? Like, Which she she's the most is. fucking awesome person in Minnesota. <laughs> yes. Like She put Minnesota on the map. <laughs> yes. They literally couldn't find it for a number of years. And then, you know, they yeah. she put it back on the map. Yeah, she she calls out, and I, I tweeted this, but I hated it, so I wanted to say it again. She calls yeah. out like, I don't have my 25-year-old body anymore. Okay, they cut to her standing next to the other three girls who are all like probably 10 years younger than her. Or wait, no, Keisha's around her age, but still... They all look phenomenal. They all have the body of this of a 25-year-old. So don't give me that. Like maybe she was saying it to to not brag, yeah. but she looks incredible. So please. Bailey, Dayton. So I have a question. Do you, maybe I just blocked this out because I was just yeah. like so done with BB20 by the end. I did yeah. not re- I literally did not remember that Swaggy and Bailey got engaged on the finale of PB20. I just was like, what? It was like I was learning of that for the first time. I was like, oh, my God. All I can say is I'm so glad she's not on the show with Swaggy. I'm so glad it's her alone. Because watching – because here's what I do remember from Bailey. I remember we had high hopes for her. Then she hooked up with Bailey. They were obnoxious together. She brought some good – she definitely brought some great drama – And then when she got evicted, when she was interviewed by Julian, they showed clips of it this episode. She was so charming and quick. I was like, what the hell? Like, I can't believe we lost this Bailey. Where was more of that Bailey? And I think she's back. Hopefully she's back. And Swaggy was just sort of like bringing her down. We shall see. And like, it's just, it's always nice to see the people who kind of didn't succeed I think she was the first jury member. So she got about halfway through the season. Uh, Didn't succeed like playing kind of chill. And it seems like she's playing kind of chill right now, which is like good thing to do. And the first week of Big Brother is just like, so I I think she could, I'm I'm excited to see lots of the, what I'm trying to say is I'm excited to see lots of these people who like didn't perform very well historically. Bailey, Davon, Kaser, like, maybe get far, David, like maybe get very far, you know? Yeah. Like, Cause there are a lot of, there's Ian one, Nicole one. We have lots of second, third place finishers. And then we have lots of sort of like pre jury people. So. Right. Um, they all have something be, to prove. Yeah. It'll be fun to see, to see that. So next up we had Nicole Anthony from Strong Podcast Island. Podcast host. <laughs> podcast host um not i mean wow i thought you and i would be the first podcast hosts on big brother but now nicole has taken that from us listen i know um, like uh schools are not she was a preschool teacher right right last year i, I know think, schools I aren't think, open right now but that's rough in the course of a year when you your occupation goes from like something legitimate to podcast host and let me just tell you i saw the microphone she was using and <laughs> it just is not a it's not a professional podcasting microphone. <laughs> I haven't li- heard her podcast. I'm just sure it sounds a little bit like garbage. Yeah. That's just me. I haven't though. heard it either. But, you know, good for her for living her dream. And here's one thing I'll say about Nicole Anthony. When she's not on my TV, I think I don't like her. I'm like, oh, she was the, that she was like playing the nerdy, like I'm so innocent girl, whatever. And then when I actually see her on screen, I always go, Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> she really is very cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. It's weird having her back because, like, 
the neur- the neuro the neuroses the neuroticism mm. is like man just like tone it down a little bit like you're here you're an all-star yeah, yeah. you won america's yeah. favorite last year like you know how to play this game very well from a position of weakness like because right. you're not you're not like she has a good social game but she's not like paul like she has like an understated no. social game right yeah and she's not really a comp threat she won a few comps but like she kind of can't she kind of can't do that but she but she kind of plays from a position of weakness and she she she's very good about saying what she's feeling out loud especially for the feedsters and the people who she trusts and stuff and i'm just yeah. like girl you got the confidence what happened yeah. she started a podcast that's what happened probably yeah that'll do it <laughs> um then we gotta get we gotta move on to keisha from bb10 four dogs how happy were you Oh my God. She looks great. She's living a beautiful life. Listen, if you, if, if that's your life, you got a great life. Four dogs. So Keisha in her forties, four dogs works at a restaurant. And that was the quote. I work at a yes. restaurant. Yes. Is girl, she in you, California? Girl, is the, in Malibu. Is that, in Malibu. Oh, so she works at all, some. Did she work at the fucking safari place with Beth? First question. <laughs> Second, girl, are you just like a waitress or something like that? Like, there's nothing wrong Listen, with that, but it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Times is, are tough. This is forty. Like, well, yeah, I mean, this times are tough. You probably can't be a waitress right now. Like, yeah, that's exactly. why she's on the show. She's getting paid more to be on the show than her normal job. But it's like I would like to see a young, beautiful woman have a more successful career at this point. And I I'm agree. Not, I, I don't. I, that's probably sounded really bad. I I didn't mean it that way. It's just like. I want her no, we just, to be successful. Yeah. Sorry. No, of Don't course. We me. we have high hopes for Keisha. We want her yes. to be, we want her to have a job perhaps like Memphis's, where in, hopefully instead of working in the restaurant, she is operating the restaurants. She has yeah. it in her. Why yeah. not? You know, I want her to check in on that R squared value and say, you know what? <laughs> it's high this year. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what? It's. It, I'm sure she's perfectly happy and doing well. Listen, she got four dogs. Not, she's living a great. You know what? Also, she's living a great fuck life. Fuck me, right? <laughs> you have a job that makes you happy. You can come home with your dogs every night. Exactly. Fuck it. Yeah. Living in Malibu. Uh huh. Oh uh, yeah. Fantastic. That's living the dream. I know. Um. So Nicole of these of these four, Nicole's the only one who got to play Hoh. Let's talk about this comp for a brief second. Oh gosh, if we must. If we must because they purposefully put the girl. The girls had the two hardest versions of the puzzle, and yeah, we saw that was them, weird. it was just weird that four guys got to play in the HOH, and only two girls did. It sucked. I didn't yeah, like it. It seemed, it seemed very. They off. could have at least swapped it and had one of the groups of the girls do a harder version and one of the gr- groups of girls do the easier version. Like randomize yeah. it up. I don't care which one. Like, I'm sure if they gave the Nicole group the easy puzzle, people would be like, ah, collusion, collusion. Russia, yeah. but whatever. Alas. It sucked. Yeah, it was one of the bad. It was one of the the few weak points from a mostly successful broadcast. Right. So then we meet our final group of men. Kesar. He's a father. He's a hunk. He's thirty nine. He He's turning thir- forty in a couple of days. This is forty. And you know what? He wants to talk about our twenty twenty one strategic roadmap. <laughs> I mean, I'm still not entirely sure what he does. He's a biotech executive sales. Right. 
Okay, well, that's great. So, yes, he's raking in money. Um, oh, yeah. Love that for him. Yeah, I know what his roadmap is if you're in biotech. Invent and the sales. damn COVID fucking vaccine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the roadmap. Invent it and get paid. <laughs> yeah, and and sell it to me because, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have, I do not have coronavirus, but I want to, I want everyone to have it. Um, the vaccine. Anyway, (laughs) Cody Calafiore is next. Cody loves soccer. He has a girlfriend and his girlfriend is his (laughs) Xbox one X S. (laughs) And that's pretty much all there is to it. I love that. He did not mention Polly at all. Uh, he was, he mentioned Derek, no Polly. And, oh, you know, yeah. he's looking good, too. Yeah. And it's like he's he's looking good. He's fine. I mean, I'm sure he's going to do very well in this game because he, I would have liked to see Paul because Paul, as we've discussed, is just like pure chaos energy and like mm-hmm. he, he's a hothead. And it's nice to have him back. But it's like it, he seems like a nice guy. It's just going to suck that I'm going to start kind of hating him because he's just going to do well because of his boyish good looks. And he's like, I mean, really already. Fit guy like yeah exactly he wins hoh and like now he's set up winning the first everyone comes in is like i don't want to win first hoh and it's like everyone who wins first hoh is like set for the rest of the game like it doesn't guarantee that you're gonna win yeah it's the easy i think it's the best hoh to win because <laughs> it's like it's the least amount of blood on your hands but we should say kayla in the see. chat cody is a real estate agent but not as successful as janelle who could be? <laughs> I mean, <duh>. yeah <laughs> good for him yeah he mentioned like he spent some time in new york trying to do the on-camera thing good for him but um then we have memphis garrett from bb10 and he, i mean you want to talk successful daddies memphis has a child and 37 restaurants and Talk about a 2021 strategic roadmap here. <laughs> he sits down with his business partner and he doesn't say they'll eat what I serve them or let me come up with some random recipes and serve those. He says, we got to look at what the market wants to eat and serve that. So I, I know I'm getting really into the R squared values here, but if you live in a market and they want to eat <laughs> seafood, you serve seafood to that market. <laughs> I mean, listen, we know if you don't understand business, this might be going over your head. Yeah. But <laughs> like, you have got to feed the market what it wants to eat. Yeah, it's simple. A plus B equals C. <laughs> so that was probably my favorite. That was my favorite. Ever since... Morgan on BBOTT, this will be the hottest hotel in all of Austin. <laughs> Him at an empty restaurant, looking over a menu, saying we need to serve what the market wants to eat. Good business plan. Yeah. Okay, last up is David from BB21. He you didn't all, leave Y'all LA. know David. We don't even need to talk about him. You know, the all-star David. Um... <laughs> So you know how someone you know when someone moves to LA you know how someone is now an LA resident when they cite yeah. hiking as one of their favorite activities and let me <laughs> tell you there are people who go hiking in Yellowstone or Yosemite <laughs> or Zion National Park yeah there is this fucking crazy thing in LA where everyone's hobby is fucking hiking and it's ludicrous it's like I'm putting on fucking yoga pants and like tennis shoes and walking up a hill it's like 
I'm like not in good shape, but it's like the <laughs> least fucking strenuous shit at all. And it's like exclusively like Hollywood people like doing their business. So like doing business meetings and stuff. And it's like, oh, instead of going to a coffee shop, let's like go hiking. Hiking like, is the new golfing. Hiking like you is don't Hollywood need fucking golfing. REI. You don't need a big old like titanium walking stick. You don't need a right. fucking camel back. It's like you're walking up a small dirt hill. Grow up. Oh my God. Welcome to LA, David. You are now one of them. You're one of us. David, to his credit, also, you brought this up, Brett, put on his uh, BB profile. A fun fact about himself is that he was on BB21. Yeah. It's like, did you submit these fun facts thinking like, hey, like, did you mix up your Love Island application? <laughs> Because that would be a fun fact for Love Island. Also, David Alexander, he was on BB21 I, and I was on Love Island, baby. Yeah, I got to give Danny credit. She, on the feed, she said, David is like their chicken George. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, hey, if that's true, that's a great position for him to be in. So then uh, Memphis wins and Memphis and Cody win the little game. So they get to compete for HOH. Great. So they all meet. They have to go play. And it's like this competition where the the little pinheads are wobbly and some are secure. So you have to make it across and the fastest time, fastest time wins. Who cares? You have to, yeah, you have to walk on these little. But it was very amusing. I just want to stools. shout it out. It was very hilarious to watch. Yeah. Um, especially watching Nicole not realize that you could choose an alternate route and falling over the same one twice. Again, Nicole just got to get some confidence. And, you know, she's a podcaster. She exists uh, in the digital yeah. space, not the <laughs> physical so space. She should have been on the hacker season. Um, oh, yes. Just want to shout out. We got a question like, what do we think about the new house and stage? The house is a it, like the theme this year is like city because <laughs> it's like graffiti and it's a loft. So it's <laughs> it's yeah. a very urban metropolitan style. But it has um, these I like don't... spray paint things of like Frankie or yeah. like I like Dan. it. I like, like it. It says like Dan. It's weird. In the kitchen, it says like there's a spray paint outline of Dan. It says Dan's funeral. And it's like, yeah, don't want to be reminded of funerals every time I go mm. into a kitchen. So true. Especially I know it's an iconic moment, climate. but like just, I don't know, the word funeral is like, just doesn't get me hard for, for cereal in the <laughs> for morning. <a> snack. <laughs> um, yeah. So I like it. And I think the stage, the stage is huge. It was very hilarious because um, the first 10 minutes of the show, they could not get a close up of Miss Julie Chen Moonves. It was entirely wide shot as if they were showing off how big the stage was. The social distancing applies to the cameras yes. as well for Julie. <laughs> yes. That's her thing is nothing, no, nothing uh, biological or technological can get within 12 feet of her. Exactly. So I enjoyed it. Um, so thank you for that question. That I, thought question the, I thought the new stage was good. Like, I think it's a, ni a yeah. nice update. Like, welcome to the year yeah, 2020. Totally. Let's put these big video screens on you. You can do whatever. I thought this, this stage was really cool. I think and in general, the house is really cool. Like, I think they yeah. really have done a fucking great job with so many of these little details. Yeah. That have just the been only, improved. Yeah. The only thing I wish that they did for this all-star season was up the prize, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and that Chris, question, just so I can shout it out, was that for was from It's Me Bree Lee. So thank you so much for that question. Chris in the chat says, Don't kink shame funeral fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you're just stepping in it all over the place. This I'm episode. humbled. I'm sorry. Do I, better. I need to do better when it comes to people <laughs> who 
as is their right in America, become, sec- you know, their kink is funerals, whatever, like yeah. to each their own. To each their own. Don't yuck someone's yum. Um, so that, so Cody's HOH, he has a little interview with, with Julie up in the HOH room. This was fantastic. You love it. I love it. Like, why don't we do this every week? I think we, we might. I mean, like, hopefully that we do. They used to do this. I feel like, yeah, didn't they used to do Yeah, they did used the to do shows. this. Yeah. But like, it's increasingly just turned into like all 12 of them are in the room. And it's like, Julie's like, hey guys, which food do you miss most? I miss sushi. <laughs> I miss peanut butter. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, do you guys, do you guys miss going to the movies? Yeah. Well, here's an episode of Hawaii Five O that two of you can watch. And it's like, it's boring. And this was great. We have the live thoughts of the recent HOH. He's coming in. He hasn't really spoken to a soul in two weeks. And he's like, Mm -hmm. man, I came in here and I thought it was going to be some people. (laughs) My best friend, Derek. I thought (laughs) it was going to be some people. And I came in here and it wasn't. And I don't know if I got caught up in the moment or this or that. But I kind of got scared. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and win this HOH. That was a great moment. Like, to have, we should have more live DR sessions with people. Like, yeah, I mean, I do remember Why that. Not? On, this on is older the seasons. year. This is the year to do it. Um, so that's pretty much it. We wrap up and um can, we need to get into questions on live feeds. But first, Julie does give us her new 2020 sign-off. Be safe, be well, and be good to each other. I mean, it's no please remember to spay and neuter your pets. But okay, yeah, I guess we'll take it. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, um, let's get to some questions. Let's get to some spoilers. Yeah, so let's let's run through the questions first. So from at Johnny Linda, who do you guys predict will be the first evicted? And who do you guys think has the all-star potential to win it all? So it's spoiler zone. If you don't have the feed, stop listening. But so... As you know, Cody won HOH. It seemed like he was going to put up Kesar and Janelle. I don't think he explicitly said that was the plan, but that was the general feeling. And honestly, they they were feeling like like they didn't even go talk to Cody at all to be like, please don't. But yeah, they competed in the safety suite competition. Kesar won and saved Janelle. So to back it up just a little bit. So they introduced the rules of the safety suite. So I believe for the next three weeks, there is a competition called the safety suite. If you play in it, you can't play again. And I think it's only going for three weeks until they change the room to something else. If you play in it, you can't play again. And if you win, you and someone you designate are safe for the week. Yeah. So Kaser played and won the competition and he nominated Janelle as his like co-safe person. Which I think was a good move. They need to just buy themselves that week because otherwise they're too big a target. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think at first, like you could tell that they were like trying to not communicate with each other and like not be seen in the same room as each other because they knew that these are the two most iconic people in the room, in the house. Like you have Nicole Anthony. Superstars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have Nicole Anthony who's like, oh my God. Like, I mean, and then you have David Alexander who's like, who the fuck are these people? But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you have these people are 
icons, like yeah. big brother legends and stuff. And I, they were doing the right thing in that they were like, let's just not even be seen with each other. We know that we're tight with each other. We can like, they don't need to check in with each other. Uh, like if they're tight, like they are. Uh, right. But I think the, the, you know, the, the reality of who is HOH Cody is there. And let's be real. Cody's bunking up with like the bros. Yes. David. Absolutely. Tyler. Enzo's kind of good with everybody, but Enzo especially has that sort of like New Jersey, like homeboy connection with mm-hmm. people. Like, let's be, yep. let's be bros. Hey, how you doing? Like sort of thing with Cody and Cody has a little bit of that vibe. Um, and Kayser and Janelle kind of saw the writing on the wall and they, they did it. Like I, so I watched a lot of feeds yesterday. So did I. But uh, wait, this is just yeah. all to say to answer the question: yeah, Who sorry, do I yeah. think will be first? Who do we think will be oh, first gosh. evicted? Yeah. I just want to say, so they're not an option. Before I was thinking it was going to be one of them. Now it seems like it might be Memphis or Keisha. We're going after the olds here on BB yeah. Twenty Two, and I'm anti that. And I just love that immediately. Janelle and Kesar are put into their BB6, like, it's like history repeats itself. They're back to being underdogs because everyone's going to go after them yeah. and try to get them out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried for both of them. Like, this could play out like Winners at War, Survivor Winners at War, where it's like, where you see Boston Rob and Parvati and you see some of these like really iconic old school players Sandra get fucking like blasted like within the first five (laughs) or six weeks. And then it's mainly a bunch of newer school players. So we'll see. It's only been three days, but like we'll see how this plays out in a similar season. I think it's really interesting to have these two experiments back to back with two with Survivor and Big Brother all star seasons uh, happening back to back. And we'll see if those strategies play out. Um, so I'm thinking unless she lights a fire under her ass, Keisha's the first to go if she gets nominated because she's just been very like low key and chill. And then who do I think has, who do you think has the all-star potential to win it all at this very moment? Um, I think D- Danny is playing a very, very good social game right now, perhaps to her detriment because it could be construed as a floater game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she right now is I've seen her I've seen her having really solid game talks with the most people, like the most varied groups of people so far. Um, My so answer. I think, yeah. Sorry. OK. My answer might shock you. I think right in this moment, Nicole A has a chance to win it all. She's just so like, who is going to nominate her? Everyone's going to be like, that's a waste of my H.O.H. She's making good good with certain people. She's got a cute social game. She had a I really just, solid game talk with Janelle and Kaser last night at like two. In yeah, the and even if she's seen as like in with them, I could. I just don't think she's threatening at all to anyone. Like, who's gonna admit is Enzo really gonna be like, yo, we gotta get out Nicole A? No, he's gonna want to get out someone bigger and more. Exciting. I think they could work together too with that like tri-state area connection like that totally some of the g some of the people like geographically team up i could actually see that it's she's really interesting because she is such a a student of big brother Mm -hmm. not that not that these people aren't for the most part they all kind of are pretty aware of everything but you can tell there's something like you can tell cody's like 
Who's this, who's Memphis? <laughs> yeah, they were like, "How do you it's pronounce like Kazar?" <laughs> yeah, whole yeah, he Fransel pronounces was Kesar like, Who's wrong. Keisha? <laughs> David, who was a recruit a year ago, like, like he doesn't know anybody really. You know, like I, mean, I think he was hoping Paul was going to be on the season <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like, um, aside from that, like Nicole, I mean, Davon's like a really, really good, like long term student yes. of the game as well. Yeah. And it was so, and it's interesting to see Davon and Nicole study under Kesar. Not that Kesar right. is like really, it's more like do as I say, not as I do with Kesar. Because, right. like, yeah. personally, let's just get into it. Like, I've been very disappointed in Kesar in the first. 48 hours the dude is playing super fucking hard he's like i i understand they had to blow up his i think his initial strategy with janelle was to not hang out with janelle and just like basically have an unspoken final two with each other but they kind of had to call out and say this is who we are but just some of the conversations he's going around and having with people he had a really awkward conversation with tyler in the storage room last night like he knows that he's not really with the tyler cody group already yeah but he also caser is like really paranoid and has like he thinks that there's like an all all bros alliance with a name with like a final six deal with each other he thinks like what the Cody side of the house is like really, really solid right now. And yeah, there are sort of the beginnings of that alliance, but I don't think they actually are really that solid with each other. Not yet. Cody has think. expressed multiple times that this is the weirdest HOH he's he's been a part of as a HOH or not an HOH. Because usually people go and like talk to the HOH and try to get in with them and try to be like, what are you thinking? You know, and he's expressed multiple times on the feeds. People aren't really doing that. They're more afraid to make the, make the first move. It's sort of like in survivor when like we get back from the the competition and it's like, who's going to be the first person to talk? Because remember there was that episode pretty late in the season this year where everyone came back and everyone just sat there and talked and like no one went off and did one-on-ones. It's almost been a little bit like that for, for Cody. So I've just been frustrated with case. Like every time I turn on the feeds, Kaser is like spilling beans to people playing super hard and just seeming like a really aggressive player. And I just don't think he's going to make it to a fucking jury. For the I, third so, time. Like, I don't necessarily think that he's going to make it far just because I think he's such a big target. And even more now having won the safety thing and obviously playing with Janelle, who's also a huge target. But I totally disagree in the way that we've been like whenever I see KSR on the feeds, I feel like he's so relaxed. He's just so grounded and low key that even if he is spinning out paranoia wise, he says it in a way where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's reasonable. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like, you know, blinded a little. But yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to think that he's paranoid. I just think that he's like spinning a lots of game talk right now with people. And I would like to, I would like to see him playing just like more social and more laid back. Like Derek for as much as people, uh, Derek is really good player, right? Like I I think lots of people (laughs) like try to be like, Oh, he's no, he's not Dan or will or whatever. But like Derek was a really good player because he was like involved in game stuff, but it always came across as like, he was being your friend and he was like making you think it was your idea. Kaser comes in and is like, this is what I'm thinking. This is my idea right now. Yeah. And we have to do this. And we have to like, he's like, we have to cut their throats. So like, it's just like, bro, like hang out. You are at a disadvantage because you're one of the oldest people in the house. You're 
Yeah. Almost 40. And, <laughs> you know, like you don't have the connections because you've obviously been like going out and making a family and like. Yeah. Living a normal life. You're not like Tyler who's been like doing like fan meetups and stuff the last few years. Right. Obviously, Kaser is more out of it, doesn't really have those personal connections with people. And I'm just worried that he's having like a lot of kind of serious game talk with people. And it's going to be like, and people are just going to be like, wow, he's a gamer. He's everything. He's everything he's chalked up to be. And yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening. I, I just, let's get him out because he's always going to be scheming and and saying like oh it's time to cut the head off and stuff it's just like you know i know i i, I mean i love sure. it as someone who's watching the feeds i'm like well thank god because i was like "Ooh, we get to watch from day one i want to see game talk from day one and then i see christmas talking about her fucking mlm skincare line like <laughs> i don't care about this <laughs> so so i was i was glad to watch kesar right now i'm saying it right now whenever Chris, christmas is on the feed i switch cams I just can't. She's been on the feeds a lot. She just like posts up in the bathroom or the bedroom and just people and just come to her. just takes over the conversation. Um, okay, we got we got another question from at Chloe Benoe. If you could design the have-not room, what would it look like? Um, I don't, I'm not like I would, a big have-not room fan. I don't care. Well, I have the perfect answer. I would make it look like Kanye West's house which is like entirely white with marble slabs. <laughs> like it is not comfy at all. So, and, and bright whites. I think they had a room like this at one point, yeah. but just like so blinding and so sharp. That's how I would make it. And then we got another yeah. question from dumb angel BB. And you're a smart you angel. call yourself <laughs> a dumb angel. You're a smart angel for asking this question. Who is Danielle thirsting over harder? Sexy dad bod Kesar? Or sexy weathered hunk, Memphis. Great question. The most important and question. The question really of important. Our times. Really hard for me to say, but after watching the feeds, Kesar does have a slight edge over Memphis. Um, but honestly, they are so close. Just because Kesar is so tall. <laughs> I just, I just when he was standing next to those other guys, they all seemed tall, but he was like slightly taller. And I was like, oh my gosh, hunk alert. I know, I know right? Um, well, that question so wasn't directed are... at me. I don't have an answer. Well, come on, you can answer though. Kaser. <laughs> um. So that's it for our questions. Thank you guys so much for writing them in. Are there any from the chat? Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I should have said that. If there's any from the chat, if you have any questions in the chat, I'll drop them in now. I'll go back. So it's it. it's Friday. We're gonna have the noms today, probably, which is very exciting. I think that will also kick gaming into high gear. And then we have POV to look forward to this weekend. Just everything. Very exciting. Uh, Old Z says, what's, go what's been going on with... Uh, yeah, can, a few questions. Can we please talk okay. about what's up with Nicole Franzel? So Nicole Franzel has been crying like fucking <laughs> Niagara Falls for the last <laughs> 12 hours. I, so she I, says I she's just tired. What was that, Daniel? I saw screenshots of like the reactions to her crying and it was very like, girl, get it together. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because she's like, she's crying in the bathroom. She's like, oh, I'm just really tired. When I get really tired, I just get really emotional. I guess they woke him up at like early, pretty early in the morning. They woke him up at 8.30 yesterday, which I guess is early. I, That's early. I guess they normally don't wake him up till like 10-ish or something like that. So they were just like, yeah. they thought they were going to sleep in more or whatever. That's what she's saying. I mean, I think, I don't, I think it's a funny joke. I just don't buy, like, it's, I don't buy this, like, Nicole Puppet Master 
like behind the scenes thing. Right. And she's playing. I think she's playing pretty well, except for her like weird breakdown. Um, She's got a friend in the HOH. She's planting seeds with well, Danny. That's the thing is like, I, I actually think Nicole and Cody aren't as close as they would seem. And I, I think that like, they're, Nicole could be like a, a possibility this week. Like, but it is kind of funny that she's like crying and these girls played a lot of big brother. She's won a season of big brother and she's crying in the bathroom while you have like the Enzo Janelle Kaser group, like in the kitchen, looking into the bathroom, just like LOL at her. And it's <laughs> yeah. like Keisha walked in. There's a really, really, really funny video of Keisha walking in and being like, Oh, what am I just watching? Do? I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. It's early. Listen, maybe she's, maybe she just is very homesick. Maybe she is really tired. I get weepy when I'm that tired too. So it's possible. But we also had Janelle on the feed saying that Nicole, that Dan told her that Nicole F is the reason that Derek is not on this season. Now, how much stock do I put in that? I don't know, but it so is what, interesting. So what was the deal there? Like they were clearly like pre-gaming no too hard and they were like, we got to kick one of you out because you guys have been communicating too much. I don't think so. I really, I can't see them doing that. I, there's still no reason for this. So I can't fully put any stock into it. Like, you know, I'm like Vanessa. I'm like, what's the reason? <laughs> what's the motivation? But also maybe the motivation any. is like they went either or with Cody and Derek. Like I, I would feel very weird to have this cast, but maybe switch out Memphis for Derek. Like that gives but Tyler Cody. Tyler was and supposed to have Casey. I'm sorry. Tyler was supposed to have Casey. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. There seemed like there were a bunch of alternates. I, I, I'm i pretty happy with the cast. I think Memphis is like a little boring and I just don't know what he adds. I would have even, even if there's that tight Christmas connection, I kind of would have liked to have seen Josh there just because he's like more wild card. team crazy, team live crazy feeds. Yeah. I, yeah. Put Polly in there with Cody. Like, I know oh, they're gosh. brothers, but like, Polly's such a fucking lightning. Right? He's such a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It would have been weird to have seen, and I understand Kaser and Janelle are like a tight duo, but also like, Kaser has never historically done very well in this game. Yeah, exactly. It's it just would have been weird to see of all these people in the house, and then you swap out like Memphis for Derek, and you're like, Wait, why are why did this pair that like basically won the game together co go in here and then you have mm -hmm. 14 other people? It almost seems unfair. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe we'll never know, but maybe we'll hear it all on the feeds, which I'm dying to get back to. Oh so yes. thank you all so much for your questions, for tuning in, for listening on the podcast. We're so excited. We'll be back very soon with another episode because I think a lot more is gonna happen. Yeah, do we have an episode on Sunday? Yeah, we have an episode on Sunday, right? We'll get some nominations. We'll get this little safety thing, which we just spoiled. And um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.